I think this one, this one's going to be a little more fun to do. Just because we're both just like, what the fuck? Yeah. All right. Cue. Uh, welcome to Justice Losers Reviews. Um, if uh, my tone sounds a little more despondent and not my usual peppy self, it's because we saw Hellboy. And unfortunately, we're going to tell you all about it. I'm your host, Batman. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like him, though. (laughs) I feel like my parents have been murdered in front of me. Oh, my God. That was... Boy, that was a Freudian slip. Yeah. No, I'm your I'm your host, Batmat, joined as always by my delightful, I mean, adjectiveless co-host. There you go. Preston. Yeah. So we saw the Hellboy reboot directed by Neil Marshall with David Harbour in the title role. And so we're going to do a review. Uh, as usual, well, not quite as usual, our format is going to be the bad and then the ugly. Uh, non-spoilers oh. <laughs> and then we'll do a hard cutoff we'll say we're going to spoil this movie and we'll have 30 seconds of us saying let's spoil it and then we'll spoil something not that there's anything to be spoiled and then we'll do the bad and the ugly spoilers yeah. you'll notice a conspicuous absence from that description there was nothing good about this movie guys <laughs> i've <laughs> throw around the phrase apocalyptically bad sometimes for the things that i think are really this bad. one's ironically this is the first accurate one actually deserves it this one's ironically apt for a <laughs> just <sighs> from the first two minutes first two seconds from the first two seconds it's just a a a, a, a vomit of exposition a toneless nightmare a, a uh, there was tones from scene to scene. It varied. <laughs> it never went back to the same one twice. Yep. Just uh, it. <clears throat> the The dialogue was terrible. The acting was terrible. The music choices were all fucking god awful. None of them made sense. The 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 gore was just for the sake of being gore. Like, did you see me like actually react during like the big climactic scene? Mm-hmm. It was just monsters just destroying humans for the sake of gore, like just people being torn in half. And I was like, literally, just like, I just kind of threw my hands up. Mm-hmm. Like, I I appreciate a good gore when it's fucking necessary, like yep. Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Almost always necessary. There's a couple of times where it's just like, all right, you didn't. Didn't need it's to do HBO that they just yeah. want to show they can get away with it, but <laughs> but it the the visuals were just absolutely trash. His oh, horns were plastic. Yeah, you could see it was fucking plastic. There was a point where he was filing it, and you could actually see the prosthetics move on him. Yeah, it's just the, ah, like we had expressed. I, I'm letting all this out. I'm just I'm just kind of steamrolling this right now. Yep, we we had talked about earlier that like. Uh, our concern of them doing Hellboy, and you noticed that there seemed to be a lot of like the very end of the yep. three of the giant story this that is, is a, Hellboy. Yeah, like the main storyline is probably somewhere in the neighborhood of twelve hundred pages to that point. Okay, so for people who don't really understand like pages when it comes to comic books, um, this issue or this Matt has a uh, has his volume three here. Of the, um, of the omnibus of the omnibus 
And I would say that's about... It's just under 500 pages. 500, uh, so 500 pages. Let's say it's 22 pages. Let's just ballpark, say, 20 pages for a um, for a, uh, an, issue. an issue. 22 mm-hmm. pages for an issue. Mm-hmm. That's... Two hundred. Uh, that's twenty five. Somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty five issues. issues. Takes me about fifteen twenty minutes to read an issue. Yep. If you want to do the math on that, like that's so that'd be twenty five. That's seventy five. Twenty to twenty uh, twenty minutes. Seventy five. About one hundred fifty. No, I'm doing my math wrong. So doesn't matter. Doesn't the point matter. is, there's so much to this story. Yeah, there's a lot of like build up and slowly learning the lore of this world. Mm-hmm. And you and I were just like, hmm, they seem to be doing the conclusion of this whole thing. That's kind of concerning. Like, how are they going to cram it all in? Maybe they'll drop some things. I don't know like how much was accurate, but it didn't fucking seem like they dropped anything. They just <laughs> spent every minute of this two hour monstrosity <laughs> explaining everything. And it was just every line was delivered so quickly. Because it's like the directors knew going in that this was going to be a long movie. So when they were like, all right, action, and then they set a line, like, delivered it great. And they're like, all right, cut. David, I understand that you're acting. However, we got to fucking cram a bunch into this movie. Just say the lines quick and get them out. <laughs> it doesn't help that, like, every single line in an action scene was about four times as long as it should be. So every time the character would stop to have a one-liner, it'd just be like, okay, this is dragging on and on and and like fighting so much fights and none of them good there was there was one where it was like oh hey they're having like a pretty nice little conversation he met a person that he hasn't seen in a while they're having mm-hmm. a nice conversation i was like hmm there's probably gonna be a fight scene break out of nowhere and I, in my head i was saying that kind of as a joke mm-hmm. i was like there's probably gonna be a fight that breaks out of nowhere because that's what this movie seems to be doing and then it happened yeah and i was like are you fucking kidding me yeah can you not just have a dialogue nope <laughs> Because this they movie know that is the, so bad, guys. They know that the dialogue's so atrocious. They just need something to distract from it. <laughs> it's so bad. Just it. We. I don't know if you've come to the conclusion yet. I have come to my conclusion. This is the worst movie I've ever seen. I agree. In a movie theater. Okay. One of the top three, or one of like the top three worst movies I've ever seen in general. Like, this is worse than Fantastic Beasts, and if you listen to our review on Fantastic Beasts... Crimes of Grindelwald, to specify. Crimes of how to make a movie. Um, it That was a bad movie. That was a very bad movie. That was the first time Matt and I movie. both walked out of a movie at the same time and went, that was not good. Yeah. I feel dirty watching that. Yeah. Matt rammed his head into a wall. <laughs> yeah. The moment we left the door. I didn't like, even make oh, it outside the theater. It wasn't the door, yeah. yeah. It was just, you just like went down the ramp and just ran straight into the wall. And I was just uh, like, yeah, that, that seems about right. Yeah. I, I've rated nearly a thousand movies on IMDb. I have, I'm, and I take that pretty seriously. I have these criteria and it's not super hard and fast and I'm fairly subjective about it, but I take my extremes very seriously. I have given eight movies ever, 10 stars out of 10. I have given five movies ever, two stars out of ten. Never until today have I given a movie one star out of ten. Oh my god. This is it. This is the worst movie <laughs> I've ever seen. It's it's so god-awful. I want to go back and watch it as a joke now. I can't bring myself to. It was, it, it was two hours long, and it felt like four. Yeah. Just, how does a movie with this sort of energetic 
at least pretensions of an energetic <clears throat> pace feel like it's four hours. It's I don't understand. It it's it's baffling. I think maybe it's you're just your brain is confused because you've learned a lot of like di- there's just a lot of there's dialogue. So in your much brain. going on, yeah. So you're just like, and the and the cuts, the scene cuts mm-hmm. don't even like give you a chance to kind of like recover from the previous scene. Mm-hmm. It's just like they say a line. There is a. I don't even know if I can say that there's a split second between the end of the line and the cut and then the next line and the yeah. next scene. There's like. <clears throat> You know what a J cut and an L cut are? No. So a J cut and L cut are things that movies will do where uh, an uh, I believe audio is on top. So it would be a J cut is when the video cuts before the end of the audio. Okay. And an L cut is when the audio the audio for the next scene comes in before the video hits. Something like that. It, it's that it's one's, that kind of thing. One's the audio comes in first, and one's the video cuts, but the audio is still playing from the last. Yes. One. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like they did both at the same time. (laughs) I don't know how that's even possible. I don't know how it's possible. They somehow did them both at the same time, yet there wasn't actual talking over each other, but they still managed to do it. Not an exciting innovation, by the way. No, it's just just disruptive and awful. Certainly not. Oh. It, it, I just, no, we didn't do a review of the Meg, but. I haven't seen the Meg I went. I went to see the Meg and that was the worst movie I'd ever seen in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. That is, there are three movies that I claim to be the worst movie that movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, now, now there's three. Mm-hmm. It was the Meg. It was Catwoman, And it was this, but BVS is garbage. Uh, don't get me wrong. There are some justifiable parts in it. Yeah. Which is why it's not like the low, low, lowest of the low. This is fucking horrible. This mm-hmm. is the worst movie if I go back and watch the Meg and Catwoman, I think Catwoman might have a couple redeeming qualities. Catwoman's got nice energy and rhythm to yeah. it. And some bounce. And it's this might be the worst awful. movie I've ever seen. Yeah. I, 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 I need to kind of give it a little more thought before I make that claim. Because I try not to give something the best movie or the worst movie. Because I mm-hmm. really don't have like a best movie ever. I've mm-hmm. got like top several. Yeah. But this is just... Fuck, dude. I know. <laughs> Fuck! It's so fucking bad. Did I hit record? I think I did. Probably. I'm going to go check. You should go check. Matt, what else did you not like about this? Oh, um, me ranting. I, t- I talked a little bit about how the action was just not good. And what made it worse is every fight scene there would be like one half second or a clip of a shot that I'd be like, oh, this is going to be really cool. And then it would just not. Mm -hmm. And that makes it even more infuriating. Like, uh, I I don't even have words to describe how much I hated it. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, Let's do this. Let's, you've heard our bad, kind of our general straight up bad. Um, Let's, let's go through your ugly that you can do without spoilers. Um, and then we will do our spoiler like bit and then we'll go into spoilers. However, what I'm going to say is I, so we, both of us so wholeheartedly recommend you do not see this movie mm-hmm. that go ahead and listen to the spoilers just to hear what we have to say specifically. Yeah. Like, unless you really want to go see this movie without spoilers, which I fucking don't. Um, let's, let's not even break this down into spoiler section. I, I do want to give, you... I do want to give some people that, that option. I don't. 
I if do. you want to go see this movie, that's on you. You don't deserve to hear our thoughts beforehand. <laughs> well, no, it's just if you if they want to like maybe be surprised. There's no surprises in there's this no, movie. There's no there's no plot twist or anything. Come on, it's just a I just hero's see- gonna save the world and is he gonna accept his destiny and is he <laughs> gonna beat the evil witch queen in the end? Of course he is. I just want to like just kind of give that keep our pattern going. Allow. For the fucking mouth breathers that <laughs> want to see this movie without spoilers, just give them that. So, is there anything that you can say that that is incorrect from the comics? Weirdly enough, a lot of the stuff is at least superficially correct. Okay, but it's just like they grabbed everything and threw it at the screen. So it's like, okay, we'll start with this random short story from his time that's sort of loosely based on his time as a luchador in Mexico, which is an actual thing. Okay. And it's a really great, deep, emotional short story in the comics. Butchered that. Or then they go into the sort of the broader Wild Hunt and Storm in the Fury arc, which concludes his massive arc and brings his destiny to a head. And they sort of hit most of the details on that, at Mm -hmm. least sort of a stripped down for screen version. But it doesn't feel like the comics. It, It, like... The, none of the characters feel the same. None of the plot points feel like they're there for the same reason. Yeah. Um, there's a scene you see in the trailer where he <clears throat> fights a small passel of giants. And that's straight out of the comics. The The whole wild hunt thing is pretty spot on to what I was just flipping through from the, the wild yeah. hunt story arc. But that scene where he fights the giants is supposed to be him sort of going into a rage like he describes it later as i saw red i didn't know what came over me Mm -hmm. and he's afraid of that he's afraid of liking killing yeah and that's sort of the first moment where he gets pushed over that edge Mm -hmm. and this was just like oh we're gonna set it to a rock song and have some comedy moments it's just and put it in broad daylight instead of the middle of the night where like it's supposed to be yeah it's just it sounds the entire thing feels like someone was like okay we got to make this comic accurate so we make the comic fans happy but no one on no one there on their read a comic they just looked at the wikipedia entry for what happened yeah. and copied that into their script so there's the like the actual climax itself is very different but i won't get into that because apparently we're gonna not spoil this uh we need to have the dignity yeah to make up for just the rise lack above. of respect rise above that rise above <laughs> Oh, it's yeah. If you're a comic fan that read the comics because they have pretty pictures, this will appease you because <laughs> it's sort of very superficially similar. If you're someone who actually cares about the Hellboy comics and cares about their meaning and their resonance and their depth and their power as stories, this will shock and appall you. If you're someone who likes good storytelling or dialogue, or soundtracks, or visuals, or plot, or acting, or life well, itself. Anything that goes into a movie. Uh, if you like any good of those things, don't see this movie. If any like, any one. Like, there's nothing. This movie did nothing right. If you like anything that is good and right in the world, do not see this movie. Like, this, it just. I. If you hate yourself and want to hurt yourself, <laughs> don't see this movie. Seek professional help. The comedy didn't work for me. No. <laughs> Well, okay, there was one joke Okay, that it's kind of a spoiler. All right. So I'll say we'll that. that. I'll say that for the end. Uh, Fuck. Do you want to... Sp- oh, wait. We got to rate it. 
I don't have enough thumbs to describe how many I need pointing <laughs> down. There are not enough thumbs. But this one is... of them, one of them is a giant stone hand. Because Hellboy himself is disappointed in this. Yeah. This is like... If you really, really needed to eat, like you haven't had food in years, and somehow you survived, you really needed to eat, and the only option you have is McDonald's food that was made the last time you ate. So like years old McDonald's, and you didn't have much time to eat it, so you threw it all into a blender. And that includes, like, a milkshake and some breakfast foods and a Big Mac and, like, and the ice for your drink. Like, everything. And also includes the the urinal cake to make up for, like, the bathroom break that you would take while eating. And just threw it into a blender and had to down the whole fucking thing. That's what this is like. It's just... It's... uh, That. It's... It's that. Like, everything wrong. Just fucking appalling garbage. Just shoved down your throat because apparently we needed a Hellboy movie. Even though we had two totally good movies. Yeah. Two perfectly good movies. Apparently, when someone says, hey, that actor would be a good this character, you gotta make the fucking movie. Because when someone was like David Har, someone like made a fan foot picture of Hellboy of David Harbor's Hellboy, and they're like, "Let's make that movie." And Lionsgate was like, "Yeah, dude." <laughs> this this movie, this movie made me want a good Hellboy adaptation so bad. Because I was, I want an HBO series of Hellboy. Because <sighs> there's so much lore to it. And we know they can do lore right. Mm-hmm. They know we know what they can take their time with lore mm-hmm. because there's parts of the Game of Thrones lore that we don't even fucking know, and yeah. it's been seven seasons. Yeah. They'll reference some things, and it's just like, hmm? and unless you know the story of the book, then you don't know that because yeah. they're just like, we don't need to explain it. Yeah, there's a lot of really beautiful, powerful stuff in the the Hellboy stories. A lot of just really good writing and world building and pulling everything together and getting you invested in this character and his massive arc and getting you to think about stuff. And that deserves, mm, that deserves just anything but this Mike Mignola. I, uh, I hope the man has enough artistic integrity to say what he actually thinks about this movie. Who? Mike Mignola. Oh, yeah. Because this is just an insult to everything he has ever written. Absolutely. So that's our review. Or not our full review. We're going to get more into the specifics and stuff. But that's our non-spoiler review. If you just don't fucking go watch it. And then listen to our specific comments because I've got several. Just I just kind of want to go through the movie and just like Let's fucking... just tear this thing to shreds. All right. So we're going to spoil... This movie now, I it's you can't spoil this movie much this more than movie it's already is spoiled. Rotten. Um, also, I just want to like just to kind of prolong the spoiler thing. Like we're we're spoiling the movie, so if you're, like, I'm gonna tell a little story before we get in the spoiler section. This movie was just an overall bad experience for me because I hate going to the Regal 
Like it's yeah. just not a clean place. It just the speakers are bad. Speakers are the terrible. Screen is only average. Yeah, and it's just the the seats aren't comfortable. The the seats. The guard, the dudes behind us talked a lot, a lot, and were very much like the fanboy giggle at everything. Yeah, at every joke and any reference. Uh, there was a point where there was kind of a Deus Ex Machina a little bit, and he was like, "Oh, perfect place to land." It's like, don't fucking say words in a movie, you mouth breather. I've been saying mouth breather a lot yeah. lately. No movie has ever been improved by the commentary of the and people in the theater audience. Everyone who's listening knows, like every everyone who's listening is either listened to us before and knows that one of my biggest pet peeves is talking in a movie theater, mm-hmm. or one other person I have in my mind that's probably going to be listening to this because I'm sending her this the, the, the link to it. It's, it's fucking don't fucking talk during a movie. I didn't spend, I didn't spend money and money on this one. You bought my ticket. <laughs> I didn't spend $10 on your ticket for you to have to listen to someone talking in the movie. Thank you. I didn't fucking pay for commentary. I honestly, I don't, I rarely listen to director's commentary. I don't give a shit about 48 year old Dan behind me fucking talking about the movie. Shut your goddamn whore mouth. <laughs> Fuck. Don't talk during movies. If you talk during movies, you're the worst fucking person. God, it makes me. <laughs> Are you also, worse than someone who? Also, so <laughs> if you've seen the first Hellboy movie, you know that there's like a scene with Nazis. It's, yeah. It, Nazis are tied yeah. briefly to his origin. And yeah. Come back in some of the early story arcs. And a guy who's very American comes in and he's like Guten Tag, like in a very American accent. It's yep. just the thing that we do. Apparently we have that theme that we can make. We'd make Americans just say Guten Tag in a very jer- that was more British than, than American, but isn't it more isn't it guten tag? Guten tag, gutten tag. <laughs> so uh, he says that guy in front of me, like it, it just—it's in the middle of this fight scene, and this guy in front of me starts like pulls out his phone, and I'm like, "Fuck, are you gonna text while like, like in a movie?" Like, that's also an annoying pet. That's peeve. pretty. That's pretty but, far down on the list of things. But that only bothers but, like kind of the people directly to your side and directly behind you, right? So Still it's not obnoxious, as bad. Still obnoxious. Uh, luckily, he had his, brights down, or his brightness down. But he pulls out his phone. I'm like, fuck, are you going to text? And then he pulls open Google. I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe he's like a fan of, like, maybe kind of our situation where maybe mm-hmm. he, because it's him and his friend, maybe they're going to go record a review and he's yeah. doing the kind of the same thing. That he maybe needs to fact check something. Losers. Yeah, he needs to, yeah. <laughs> he needs to fact check something real quick. I'm like, why can't you wait till the end? Then he Google translates Gutentag. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me there's layers of this <laughs> matt actually had to stop and like get down on a knee when i told him this after the movie i fucking broke matt as much as i hate this movie i'm so <laughs> glad i saw it just because of this thing because of this experience this has made it all justified so number one he doesn't know what gutentag means like that's the first thing that anyone in that if you know any German, you know what Guten Tag means. And like if you don't know any Hollow. German, if you don't know any German whatsoever, you know what Guten Tag means. You know it's some sort of greeting. Also, it's some sort of greeting because he fucking said it. Context clues. <laughs> so there's that. Then there's the fact that he did it during the movie. 
Like he was just like, uh, he, which he, means he thought it was important enough. Which, he needed which to know right that three, very moment. Which which is part three. He oh. thought that that was important for the plot. He thought that something that he didn't know the language of was going to be important to a plot like um, to in movie like this. Just it was delivered like a one liner because it <laughs> was a one liner. <laughs> Have you seen no movies? Probably if you don't know what Guttentag means. (laughs) Fucking, he Google translated Guttentag in the middle of a movie. Fucking what? (laughs) So like this whole movie, just this whole experience was just a garbage experience. God, for uh... various reasons. Also, my left eye is going fucking nuts because of allergies right now. Mm-hmm. Like it should have been ripped out by Baba Yaga. <laughs> there you go. Because <laughs> right. it totally is in that scene in the comics. Is it really? Yeah. I will I will straight up find this for you. She's like, Alright, you owe me a debt. Give me the give me the eye. And he's like, Okay. And the next panel is her holding okay, so the eye. So we're spoiling now, by the way. We're like, spoiling. Spoils. You you've had your chance to stop listening. Yeah. So So I'm gonna Here's this and then turn the page. Okay, so it's like uh only let me have only let me have two eyes so that uh to see the end to see fuck to see that end come oh there we go okay because talking like, about the end of the world and he's like okay and then he just fucking next panel wow no he doesn't she doesn't even tear it out he just kind of gives it to her yeah yeah he's just like he literally says okay with a period yeah and then then like this then there's a panel of red and then the next panel is him missing an eye mm-hmm. and her holding his like just an orange ball which is his eye mm-hmm. and then it's fuck what mary queen of scots uh no morgan lefay <laughs> oh she looks a lot like mary queen of scots <laughs> thank goodness they didn't drag her into this <laughs> uh. but so all right the one joke that actually landed for me was when he beheads fucking what's her name and uh, then nimway. huh nimway yeah and then she's like then I'll fucking get you. Like you'll get what's coming to you in the end. And he's just like, uh, was like, oh, quit while you're. And he just kind of, he's like, quit while you're uh, ahead. Like, <laughs> I feel like maybe the 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 script was like, quit while you're ahead. Throws in and then walks away with an explosion behind him because that's totally what this fucking movie would do. Yeah. But David Harbor was like, it was like maybe they filmed that scene last, and he was just like, quit while whatever <laughs> just was sick of sick of that movie oh man david harbour david poor dude he's a good actor stranger things he acts the balls out of that series and this was supposed to be like his big t movie blockbuster coming out party and now he's never gonna get hired for anything ever again just shove him back in that fucking closet of, <sighs> movie, of movie stuff no but all right so Let's start with just the very first scene. Please. Which is just this appalling, phenomenally bad. Like, I feel like I shouldn't even just come up with, like, complicated and big words like I typically do for trying to describe things, ap- like, avidly. Just not sure. Just bad. <laughs> just bad. It's, it's this narrated, narr- narrated, mm-hmm. narrated. Voice like, over narrated. Voice over narrated story of the uh, of fucking Nim- Nimue, Nimue being killed by uh, I almost said Aquaman, King Arthur. <laughs> I don't know why I said Aquaman because <laughs> Arthur Curry. Yeah, 
uh, King Arthur, and like it was a really it was really rushed. And she goes, uh, he she gets stabbed, and she goes, no mortal weapon can can harm me. And we see him reach for his sword. Now they had established that this was King Arthur. Mm-hmm. Everyone fucking um okay. Everyone who's remotely, minutely cultured knows that King Arthur has Excalibur, mm-hmm. which is a special sword. Yep. Maybe some magic. He grabs it, and I'm like, "Cool, Excalibur." They're just gonna—he's just gonna grab it and stab her. And she goes, oh, "Excalibur," and I'm like, "Okay, maybe they're spelling it out for people who don't know what Excalibur is." And he goes, "This is no mere mortal weapon, like fucking Eowyn when she's like, I'm no man.' It's like fucking explicitly telling you why this is gonna work. And it's like you—you you spelled it out, and then you gave me the history of each letter that you spelled out. Like you so you dumbed this down so much that I lost IQ points. That a fucking dung beetle now understands what he's doing. <sighs> a pinto bean understands what he's doing. Let me just toss in here. <laughs> if you're one of the eight people that doesn't know what Excalibur is, the very explicit shot of him grabbing this mystical-looking sword out of his scabbard right after she says no mortal weapon can harm me should tip you off that that is no ordinary weapon. As a, as a very livid Matt once said, context clues! <laughs> <laughs> Just, and now, I want to point out, this was one and a half minute in. Let they me... immediately violated, like, eight rules of, of storytelling. Oh, let me throw in another one, because <laughs> I'm not done with this introduction. <laughs> so this whole, the whole, like, actual backstory thing is done in this super dramatic. It's like this black and white, but that Nimue's, looked really good. I liked that. I kind of didn't because it just looked like it was supposed to camouflage the awful effects. Oh, I, I I liked that it was just like this black and white of like oh this like this history, and then there's her that's just this bright red, and it like had the, it had the same impact that Schindler's List does with the like I was immediately like oh Schindler's List. I I kind of appreciate that. Oh great, like, it's a context. Schindler's List reference now. It's good. Well, no, it's not. A, no, it wasn't saying it was a reference. <laughs> like God, if if they were trying to reference, oh, Schindler's I'm sure List, they were. Oh. Neil Marshall's there been weren't... around the block, yeah. Yeah. He knows what's up. But, like, I mean, I do like the co- the the contrast. They're like, look, this person's, like, special. Mm-hmm. That, like, they're in another dimension of yep. color. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, okay. That being said. All right. Yeah. It's this kind of heavy, there's stuff going on. You're clearly supposed to be visually interested in this, this dark landscape. And then it's sort of traditional epic expository backstory well ian mcshane gives the most irreverent voiceover of all time yeah just tossing in cuss words and it's like and then she killed a bunch of people really fast and just yeah. like slapping it together just immediately conflict of tone it doesn't know whether it wants to be serious or irreverent and it can never decide so so that scene fucking happened, which yep. was just like from the first two minutes, I'm just like, this is going to be a terrible movie. Yeah. Like just the fact that I could tell, like the, it blew my mind how they spelled it out. Sp- they, they were like, oh, he put his hand on a sword. Excalibur. That's King Arthur. Got it. Excalibur. It's like, uh, okay. Oh, that's no mere mortal sword. It's like, uh, y- yes, we fucking know. Then. So they give this whole story. Mm. Then. About an hour later in the movie, 
They tell you it again. <laughs> they tell you the full story again. Because Hellboy doesn't know that story. And he's just like, the what? And then the guy that gave the fucking voiceover goes, yeah, here's this story. Starts to tell it. And then this other fucking character that nobody fucking knows about that's apparently a tiger uh, goes, yeah, I know this story. And then proceeds to tell the rest of it. You know how they could have handled this mo- this that that bit? Hellboy knew the story. And he goes, oh, shit, from the, and he goes, yeah, from the King Arthur story. And then, like, and then, like, if this guy was really that important, then you go, do you know that? Like, do you know what we're talking about, right? And he's like, yeah. And then you move the fuck on, because we know. So, you know how Hellboy in the movies has always been portrayed as sort of this, almost kind of a man-child? Yeah. Like, he's got some attitude in the comics, but he's also a brilliant paranormal researcher. He knows all this lore and stuff. He, he, he's talking to these people and he's like talking about this ex- obscure ghost that haunted this castle 250 years ago and what its motivations were and how to beat it. And he's, he's not world's greatest detective level, but he knows his stuff. He knows who King Arthur is. This, this was not Hellboy. This was not Hellboy the character. Mm-hmm. It, it sort of looked like him, although it was about four times as wide. Yeah. Which, weirdly, I kind of liked because it gave him a little presence. Yeah. But it didn't look like him. It didn't sound like him. It didn't act like him. If you ever, for people who are listening to this who may not be filmmakers, Andrew, who is going to be on a documentary that might have Oscar buzz, fucking congratulations to him on that. That boy, Andrew. <laughs> If you're not a filmmaker, you're not a storyteller or anything, but you are interested in it, just know this tip. Only have people say things if you need their things to be said explicitly for the audience. Characters don't say things to other characters to educate each other. Uh, Fuck, I don't know how I'm trying to say this. Basically... We didn't, the audience didn't, you didn't need to waste time explaining a story to another character when the audience has already heard it. Because you're wasting screen time. Yeah. You can maybe have them explain it off screen. Be like, oh, you haven't heard about this? Well, and then it fucking cuts. Yep. Easy way to do that. You now have the character know, you already know the story, fucking move on. Or you do a comic book accurate Hellboy where he actually knows about the King Arthur legend. Or like that. Oh yeah, King Arthur, he's the guy with Excalibur. You don't even say that! Because even that's saying, like, explaining that he has Excalibur. This is why I don't write movies. fucking know! It's just... Okay. Then... Then we go to the... What would be the cold open if we didn't open with two minutes of voiceover? I don't even remember that scene. I, the the Mexico. Oh yeah, which yeah. Who's like the I said, fucking luchador dude. Uh, Kamazots is a vampire person. Okay, uh, that's, that's actually this uh, is the first. Actually, uh, so yeah, go ahead. Sorry, this is out of the comics. There is a Hellboy does go to Mexico for an extended period of time. There is a vampire luchador named Kamazots, and they fight, and uh, and then he ends up having to kill his friend at some point, but it's a different friend. And it's it's actually a really tragic and kind of profound story. It's one mm-hmm. of the ones I liked quite a bit in the, the Hellboy short stories, which it's included in. And they boil that down to just this stupid 
jokey nonsense action so, scene. That was the cutting from this cold open where it's like dramatic and like historical and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Which also, by the way, when they put the head in the thing, worst fucking effects I've ever seen. That was very bad beheading, like her still mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. thing. First tonal shift yep. to this where it's like, oh, dramatic. Oh, things are like it's the end of the world is coming. I'm in Mexico. Yeah. Woo. Oops. Broke my phone. Fuck. Yeah. And then another tonal shift when he dies and now it's all sad. And it's yeah. just like, I had no emotions. I don't care. You're lingering on this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Move on, please. Yep. Yeah. That's a, that's another thing that bothered me. This thing, especially like the first half or so, it did a thing that really bugged me in umbrella Academy where whenever it felt like a moment was going to be especially emotional, it would undercut it with, and either with an in, usually with an incongruous song and a too splashy action sequence, mm-hmm. and Hellboy did that just so much worse because the music choices weren't even good and the action wasn't even good. Yep, and it was just uh, let us let us either feel emotions or do it as more of an out and out comedy. Just do something. Oh. <sighs> That's another scene. I don't know. Like, I can't think of the order of this mu- of the movie. Like, I just, I didn't know. Like, I just want to skip to like the apocalypse thing, where suddenly there's these like giant monsters. Which, man, I really wish they had spent more time on these guys. Like the that's where it starts to get different from the comics. The monster that like in the trailers that you see that's like fucking huge and it walks through the bridge. Mm-hmm. I thought that was gonna be like the final form of the boss. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that looks really cool. cool I'm kind one. of excited to see that. It's a and Guillermo del Toro level creature design. Those monsters nearly. all look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But they just spent the fucking time with them just going, oh, I like the, the, I'm going to pick up this person. And then I'm going to pull his skeleton out for a reason. And then it's I'm going to take Marshall. this person and I'm going to skin his face for a reason. And like, I think the guy was still alive. I think he like moved a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then there's this person. I'm just going to tear him in half. And then there's this person. I'm going to tear him in half lengthwise. Mm-hmm. And then there's this guy. I'm just going to like stab through people. My legs are now human kebabs. And it's just like fucking this three minute sequence of just gratuitous human murder, mm-hmm. which I kind of get if the movie really focused on the fact that that's what would happen. They were just like, oh, all these demons are going to come out from the shadows and, like, not be oppressed, I think, is what they were getting at. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, so it's kind of this buildup of, like, hey, maybe, like, these people will come out and be like, hey, can we live here? And the humans will be the bad ones. They're like, no, you're disgusting monsters. Go away. But it's like, we just want to live. But no, these things come out, they're fucking annihilating humans in the most gratuitous, terrible ways. And Mm -hmm. it's just like... I didn't know this was happening. Now I'm completely against everything. Like, I was just like, hmm, kind of like, maybe we're going to get some, like, sympathetic villain that, like, we've mm-hmm. just been oppressed monsters and we would just want to come out and live. But no, if you're just going to skin a dude alive, fucking... Mm-hmm. It, it, there was nothing in the movie that led up to the fact that there were going to be giant monsters with a fucking blade of an arm that just slices people in multiple ways. Yeah. Well... Where did that come from? It's supposed to be the apocalypse, which I'll point out is just a big lightning storm in the comics. Okay. There's no giant monsters. Uh-huh. But but no, this is this is this is my big ugly problem with this movie is that this is supposed to be the apocalypse. 
like the actual apocalypse yeah. not a oh it's world ending stakes general zod has his machine that's gonna blow up the earth no this is the apocalypse that has been foretold that has been built up to for like 1200 pages of comics at yeah. this point we know it's ending at this arc we know it's coming to this conclusion yeah. this movie just turned it into another like oh it's gonna be a world ending thing but we know he's gonna win out in the end the whole point of the in the comics is you don't know what's gonna happen yeah they could realistically end it there and they very nearly do mm-hmm. i mean i guess i'm gonna spoil the comics no nah. i'd say leave the comics unspoiled. Okay. the comics take the ending in a much different direction okay um not guess- him just like going I don't want to be a bad guy, beheads her, and then sticks the sword in the ground. It's like, yeah, now I'm the king of England. Fucking what? Also, what happened to Queen Elizabeth? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the, the one thing I will say is that this one ends about where the movie ends, sort of like at that end of that fight scene, and then the very next volume is Hellboy in Hell. Mm. That's all I'll say about that. All right. I won't say how how he gets there or what the situation is at the end of volume three. But okay. I'm not even going to try to guess. I think I know, but I'm not going to guess in case other people can't guess. Yeah. Uh, no, but this one, the the movie even like tries to poke fun at itself. It's There's a moment where the sort of the apocalyptic prophecy is being relayed to him. And he's like, don't you have a prophecy with more relatable stakes? Like poking fun at the fact that this is a movie with apocalyptic stakes as opposed to sort of ground level stakes. This is. This is something we've talked about in the past quite a bit with superhero movies, mm-hmm. where the more small-scale the stakes, often the more invested you are in the action. Mm-hmm. Something like Spider-Man Homecoming. Ultimately, the grand final fight is just the vulture trying to steal a bunch of cargo from a plane. Yeah. It's not world-ending. But you care, because you're invested in the characters yep. and their journeys and stuff, and you don't know what the outcome's going to be, necessarily. Because if it's world-ending, then you know it's a foregone conclusion. They're yep. going to save the world. This This movie it pokes fun at itself that doesn't make it okay that it's doing another big stupid apocalypse yeah it and it doesn't even feel like it's the 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 big stakes that it's supposed to be because it doesn't have all of this backing because they try to cram not only hellboy's origins but also the 500 pages of this volume Mm -hmm. and also the backstories of a couple of the monsters and alice monaghan and all that stuff Oh, Alice. The, yeah. yeah, the girl. Girl with, that can talk to ghosts. The girl that can talk to number four. Right. Uh, with and braids. She can punch ghosts out of people. With dreadlocks. Uh, yeah. Who? She's just a typical Irish redhead here. Yeah, that's her. Oh. Typical Irish redhead in the comics. Okay. So they messed that up. Although, I'm not opposed to the look at least. It's different, but yeah. that's not inherently bad. Just. Boy, this movie was bad, dude. Mm. Fuck, dude. This movie was bad. <laughs> Fuck. It's uh, just... Is there anything... Like, I... We've been just fucking ranting for... Yeah. This movie is so bad. Yeah. How did this... It Movies like this make me think... When the director was sitting in their screening room... And watching the movie through, like, the edits. What what was going through his head where he was just like, this is amazing. 
that or like I really hope that this was studio interference and that Neil Marshall realized what was going on because he's a he's a genuinely talented guy. Mm-hmm. He did uh, a couple of the best episodes of Game of Thrones. He did Blackwater, and he did um, Battle at the Wall, which Battle at the Wall is probably my third favorite battle in the show. Mm-hmm. And he also, he directed Centurion, which I mentioned in our best movies of 2010 episode. It's a really solid swords uh-huh. and sandals, chop them up with swords movie. He directed The Descent, which is probably one of the better horror movies of the past 20 years. Yeah. Uh, what happened, man? Please tell me it was the studio just being like, here, make this movie terrible. I think we're going to get some, we're going to get some sort of stuff out here. Do we yeah. have a rating for Hellboy yet? Uh, a rating like other people, like um, what's it looking like? At- I checked. Uh, it's currently at five point six on IMDb, and usually IMDb is way higher than it ends up. Yeah, on the first weekend because it's fanboys and stuff. Yeah, uh, it's at like thirty five on Metacritic, which is that seems about right. It's about where I pegged it. What's um, the Rotten Tomatoes at? It's gonna be low. Twenty percent, oh, I'd guess. Rotten Tomatoes. Just- Oh, it's that's not a good movie, guys. Yeah, don't see it. Yeah, I mean, if you want to see it, wait for it to come wait, to streaming. Wait for DVD. it to be free. So you or wait for you, wait wait for it. No, done it. I was gonna say buy the DVD so you can step on it, but that's still giving money to the studio and mm-hmm. like making it seem like people like it. Mm-hmm. Just don't see it, guys. Yeah. It's not good. Please. Go watch the other two Hello Hello, hello Boys. <laughs> it's the. The, the Hello, Hello Kitty, Kitty Hellboy. <laughs> God. Yeah. It's bad. Can we move on? Like, from in life, just from this movie? Yeah. yeah just maybe. repress this movie? Uh, trying to think. There's there's so many other things I just want to say. Go for it. <laughs> uh, I actually fell asleep during this movie. Oh? Okay. Yeah, there was a couple points where I was just like, because, I mean, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been yeah. to school and work and stuff like that. Yeah. So I just kind of like... I dozed off a couple times. Mm-hmm. The middle is so boring. It's the fucking worst. Not that the ending or beginning is especially interesting. Yeah, and it's even during fight scenes. The fight scenes aren't good enough to keep my attention. Yeah. I was just like, I kind of like woke, like, I don't think I missed much. I think I just kind of, my maybe I was eyes. not much to miss. Yeah, well. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well. You're the one that's got to shouse it. We shall. St- I'm Thank sorry, you guys. everyone. Thank you guys for listening to us just rant about the worst movie we've ever seen. Um, if you, for some fucking ungodly reason, think that this movie was remotely palatable, seek professional help. <laughs> seek professional help and send us an email at uh, justusloserspod at gmail.com. Uh, so that we know who you are and we can single you out on one of our episodes and we can block you from our lives forever. Um, send us tweets at Justice Losers Pod. Just that. Uh, we're on Facebook where you can comment on our – where we usually post our shit. You can post on our wall and like start discussions there. Uh, if you want to listen to our actual podcast where we do more than just complain about bad things, typically we kind of avoid talking about bad things. We have a couple episodes where we talk about bad shit, like the the yeah prequel, prequel one, trilogy the, ones, the Hobbit rant. Yeah, uh, but if you want to listen to those, we are on SoundCloud, iTunes, Podbean, uh, 
any and any other podcast app that you might have a preference for, let me know and I can throw this on there. Um we're on Instagram at Justice Losers Pod, same as the Twitter. I typically handle the Twitter. Matt typically handles the Instagram. It shows. It shows. <laughs> yeah, he did a free Menunos or free Maria, free Maria. today. Yeah. Uh I never posted the picture with me in my victory hat. Well, that's disappointing. Oh well. Um I believe that is everything. If you want to find Matt, he lives at <laughs> uh so yeah, that's that's where we are. I'm probably going to post a written review cuz I want to condense my thoughts into something coherent and rage-filled, but sort of a contained cold hard rage, not this bloody word vomit of anger. I'm not. I'm I got right uh I got 54 minutes to go home and do a quiz that my professor decided to make because she asked a question and got deer in headlights look from everybody she was like all right that's gonna be a quiz do tonight and we're all like fucking you're the worst Hmm. that's what i'm gonna do tonight all right that sounds fun uh thank you guys for listening hopefully go and enjoy the rest of whatever day or night or whatever time of day you list you decided to listen to this just listen to an angry preston and matt their lives are so pure they haven't seen this movie and unless you have seen this movie in which case try to repress it like us and we will have a uh We'll have a Hellboy Survivors Club. I can never live in a world where I haven't seen this movie anymore. (laughs) I am ruined. It's taken away from us. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Kill me. Bye. No. Bye, bye.